quick cry and then move on already. It's 2021. I'm a jerk. For a horse racing fan, you lost your $2 win bet. Let's roll. Hello, everybody, and welcome. It is February 18th. I am the horse racing jerk, and it is snowing everywhere. Hopefully, if you're down in Texas, you are doing well. Arkansas, all those southern states were not prepared for what came through with this blistery snow. It's my understanding that Oakland Park's going to get hit again on Thursday. That'd be today if you're listening. So hopefully everybody that's down there without power or without their utilities are able to survive this. And obviously I wouldn't expect you to be listening to a podcast. But if you are, I appreciate that you're choosing the jerk to spend some of your snow time with. And hopefully everything is restored and we are back to normal soon in your area. I have found myself trying to fill the time with no horse racing or minimal horse racing. And rather than watching some... New York or Gulfstream Park or Tampa Bay. I have been catching up on my Britney Spears drama, if anybody's interested. Uh, there's a free Britney movement on Twitter, hashtag free Britney. And on, I'm not ashamed to admit, I probably spent an hour of my life reading that story and the struggle that is, you know, the millionaire's issues with her daddy. I can only imagine what the true issues are, and I really don't want to get into it, but. I've wasted enough time of yours and mine to continue this conversation. So let's move on to why you're here and talk about horse racing. So as we all know, Oaklawn Park and Sam Houston have canceled their cards for the upcoming weekend. Oaklawn didn't race last weekend, which begs the question, what do they do now? There's some rumors coming out that uh, Oaklawn Park is putting out a redone stake schedule coming back at the end of February with the Southwest Stakes which will be exciting for sure. But if you're on the Kentucky Derby Trail, you have to wonder what exactly does this do for your plans going forward? You're going to be two weeks off schedule, right? You know, that that, that takes you right into essential quality here. Essential quality is not raced yet as a three-year-old. Obviously looking great as a two-year-old, but what happens from here? You know, this horse probably is going to do what? Three races before the Derby would be expectations depending on how the points fall and how the horse performs, right? So now the horse is going to do the Southwest Stakes and maybe come back to the Risen Star on short rest. I don't know. You know, it's going to be very, very interesting. Brad Cox said today that full intentions are to return with essential quality on the 27th, I believe it is, at Oakland Park, which will make for a very exciting racing in 10 days when uh, Oakland Park comes back up. You know, Essential Quality versus Jackie's Warrior. That was the big Breeders' Cup juvenile race. Uh, that Obviously, Jack, Jackie's Warrior went off as the favorite and did not perform as well. So seeing how both those horses really start off a solid three-year-old campaign could be interesting for all parties involved and dictate a lot of what the derby picture and the derby prep races, how they're going to play out going forward. It seems like it's been uh, forever since we've seen some Derby prep races, obviously uh, Kentucky Derby happening late last year and a lot of these races being snowed out or froze out right now. Uh, 
I'm probably would be lying if I said I'm excited with the racing we've been seeing. You know, I'm not a huge fan of some of the tracks they're racing right now. And it's not that they have a bad product. It's just I don't follow the circuit. You know, I, I, I've made comments before about Santa Anita and how they have such short fields that it just really doesn't inspire me to play their races. You know, I know a lot of people played on President's Day and had a, had a great weekend uh, at various tracks. But, you know, it, that card at Santa Anita on President's Day reminded me of what we used to see on Thursdays. You know, it, it was, what, eight, eight race card, nothing over the top, nothing exciting, no stakes races. You had a decent field, but it was nothing that would be like, ooh, I have to play this race. You know, I I, I know a lot of people are probably going to hate me for saying this, but I almost wish Golden Gate was not racing because I think Santa Anita had better fields, as I've said in the past. And it, it, it'd be nice to see Santa Anita get to what it was, despite what's happening with all the politics and everything in California. But I don't want to go down that rabbit hole again. We spend too much time in that conversation. The next thing you know, we're... We're bashing the Stronet group or leadership or, you know, a lot of things that this game's trying to change. And I'm not going to bash them every episode because that'd just be silly, right? So I'll do my best to keep this one positive. Uh, I don't know, about two hours ago, I was on uh, some social media and I saw that Keeneland, Keeneland is expecting to have some limited spectators for the spring 2021 meet. That is exciting if you like Keeneland Racetrack, uh, you know. They really do put on a nice product. It's a great little time to be down there. And it'll be interesting to see how many people can take shots of whatever alcoholic beverage they choose in that limited setting. I'm sure we'll see all kinds of interesting pictures and stories from Keeneland because that's kind of what happens, especially with all the historical horse racing news out of Kentucky. I think people are going to be excited and they're going to come out and celebrate and try to support the product they fought for. You know, granted, it's a live racing versus historical stuff but you know at the end of the day it all kind of ties ties together with how the pools are funded and where the money comes from and it all goes towards supporting the sport so we can't really complain too much about how things happen we just have to go with it and embrace what we get i think right at least a little bit The news section here is brought to you by horse players tired and fed up of high takeout and losing propositions. Then please continue to bet the same way you've bet 10 years ago, expecting different results. Win bets are still a good option for you. Throw that $2 or $5 win bet in at the window and laugh as you walk away broke after paying $10 for a form and probably $13 for a beer. Thank you, horse racing, for screwing us again. All right, so we will move forward with what we're going to talk about for the weekend coming up. All eyes are focusing out in Saudi Arabia, and no surprise, especially with so much cancellation going on. Before I jump completely to Saudi Arabia, though, I do expect some pools will be a little inflated here in the States uh, as certain tracks are uh, postponed or canceled. It wouldn't surprise me if we don't see some more money flowing through Gulfstream Park, perhaps, or Santa Anita, despite what we may see there um so that's something to keep an eye on especially if you like the horizontals you might find some value in spots that you otherwise were not expecting to see so just something i want to throw out there real quick before we continue on with the saudi arabia conversation and all the overseas action i think all eyes are going to be fo- focused over there for 
the big $20 million purse on Saturday. So it may be Saudi Arabia, but we're going to hear a common voice is Travis Stone. Everybody's uh, probably not everybody's favorite announcer. Probably a couple of you's favorite announcer. And yes, I said you's. Made the trip and I saw on his Twitter that he was safely landed after a layover. And he's going to be there and get ready for the race. And it's going to be nice to hear that voice for this kind of race. You know, it's always nice hearing the, the big name announcers for the big races and you know i was kind of concerned who they're gonna have call it i must have missed the fact that travis was doing it or it's kept a secret because of the pandemic either way it's gonna be exciting and he'll do a great job as as he usually does you know i i was kind of expecting when they turned for a home though i wanted to hear that who do you got call because Looking at the race on paper, you know, obviously Knicks go. And before this all goes crazy, not named for the basketball team, just before anybody wants to go back there again. Uh, you know, Knicks go is probably going to have the speed, I imagine. Probably he's going to set the pace. Uh, I, I'm thinking Charlatan's going to sit back, much like uh, Charlatan did last race. I'm drawing a blank right now, which... Is very unfortunate when you're doing a production meeting by yourself. But anyway, I think Charlatan's going to sit back and stalk the pace. Uh, I saw the draws. Charlatan's going to come out of the nine hole. Nick's go is coming out like the four hole. I think that's going to suit Charlatan really well and should have no excuses for sitting a perfect trip behind Nick's go. I'm not too sure how I feel about Max Player or Sleepy Eyes Todd here. You know, uh, I just... This kind of feels like a two-horse race to me. I think uh, they might take some money. There's a lot of unknowns there uh, in this field. So I'll be curious to see what the pace actually ends up being and how the pace runs. But I don't think I'd be able to bet on Knicks go or Charlatan at whatever odds we do see. I think they're going to be short. I think it's going to be too short for me to say, oh, yeah, that's that's the action I'm going to take today. For you trifecta betters, Tacitus is running. Probably a nice key for third, huh? Or super effective betters. Can you key Tacitus in fourth? What are you going to do here? I don't think Tacitus is going to win this. I think Tacitus might be a little, uh, I don't know, over Tacitus's head. And I've been a supporter for a long time. I just, I don't think this is the spot for it. I think uh, the horse is out there. The horse is going to end up going to Dubai and might do better. But um, I'll pass on this race in the Kings to on the king's course i'm probably gonna butcher this name here but the horse that i've been told to watch out for is abzaha horses ran or won the last four starts in this course and has some graded company lines in its past might be worth something to see you know i, I think an american horse is going to win this race just because i think the the pedigree and the class is there but it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, with what we have here at Nick's Go and Charlatan, if something goes crazy on the pace for one of these unknown horses to a North American casual fan to win at a nice price, it can happen. I mean, crazier things happen every day in horse racing. So apparently Bill Mott got the ship two for one deal, sending Channel Maker out for the shorter distance or middle distance turf cup out there should be a little interesting 
you know, channel maker, you either like channel maker or you don't. There, there's no in between. You're not like, oh, channel maker is an okay horse. Seems to be uh, lots of fanboys or nothing. So, so yeah, so I think we'll see how the race plays out. And, you know, it's going to be a good card. I wasn't planning to spend a whole lot of time handicapping the card. I kind of just want to sit back, relax, and hopefully watch what should just be a nice day of racing and, you know, just enjoy it from a fan's point of view for a day and and let the money do what the money's gonna do twitter news well this has been an interesting interesting week on twitter for at twitter otb hopefully you've been enjoying the twitter otb there's been some characters floating around and no surprises there usually is on our twitter sphere horse racing world but Figure I'd point out a few things that I thought were interesting this week. Um, obviously, today my Twitter timeline is filled with Rush Limbaugh news. You know, political affiliations aside, I find it funny that horse players will just throw everything to the side, either bash or praise that man. And, you know, I guess I'm surprised there's so many horse players that are d- devout one way or the other in politics and it, it it's an interesting thing to watch and read and especially as uh, experiencing the timeline and the conversations and the finger pointing you know it shouldn't come as a surprise because horse racing twitter does that on every topic we could argue if the sun's going to come up tomorrow and somebody's going to say no and bet it but you know it's just uh something you don't expect to see every day about you know something like rush limbaugh dying but you know, it, it, it's uh, something interesting, and I just thought it was worth talking about for a minute because you, you don't expect to see that in this diverse group of people. At least I didn't. Uh, obviously, the, the, the main topic on Twitter this week has been the, the weather down south in Texas and Arkansas and uh, now, it just came out a little bit ago that Naira is canceling the Thursday card for Aqueduct because of the snowstorm coming through. So, you know, the, the whole country's been hit pretty hard by this winter storm. It's something to keep an eye out. And uh, if you know anybody that might might be in an area that is uh, affected, you know, maybe reach out to them, send a text message, give them a little call, see if maybe there's something you can do to help them. Even if you're a thousand miles away and you're warm, you never know. You know, a simple act or reaching out to a friend could could really go a long way. Now we've gotten our Good Samaritan messages out of the way. I want to follow this up with our Twitter thought sightings. There's been no Twitter thought horse racing sightings this week. A little disappointed. I figured we'd see some more thoughts running around. Perhaps as the weather starts to get warmer, the horse racing thoughts are going to pop back out. If you happen to see a Twitter thought, feel free to throw the hashtag horse jerk on there and share with us and we'll be sure to give you a shout out on the next episode and there's gonna be lots of them so let's have some fun with horse racing thoughts so i i i started thinking about a little segment to do here and i'm not quite sure how it would go over but you know there's a lot of good horse racing people out there a lot of nice people a lot of people that you should follow and get to know. So I thought about trying to maybe spotlight a random Twitter follower every week and go from there and give a little information out, you know, share a little bit, share the Twitter handle, and let's just expand our networks, expand who we are, get to know somebody new and different, whether it be a contest player or a cash player. It, it, it could be a fun little way to network. So 
if you have any opinions about that, definitely get back to me and let me know. Um, I'm not sure how I'd pick who's who. I might just randomly go through a list of horse racing people and say, okay, this week we'll try this person and and go from there. Maybe a little bio, maybe even have the person come on for a, a, a one race handicap or something or opinion of the upcoming weekend or something like that. So definitely let me know, you know, drop me a message or uh, at the horse racing jerk on Twitter or something. Let, let me know what you think about that segment. If it's something you th- would think you would find interesting and uh, maybe we can start including that in. So one of the things we hear a lot about on Twitter horse racing is how do you get into the business of horse racing, right? There's so many people that are convinced horse racing is a giant inbred game. You need to be somebody's cousin or brother or son or daughter to be into the sport. And honestly, that's probably true. Let's let's be honest. If you don't know somebody, if you're not in that network, you're not going to just break through one day and say, hey, here I am. I, I want a job in horse racing. You know, it, there's tons of people out there that are very smart, you know, bloodstock agents and everything else that want this opportunity or want opportunities in the game. And you need to consider that when you sit there and put on Twitter, I want to be in horse racing. Well, congratulations. I bet you 10,000 other people want to be in horse racing. You know, I'm sure when Jason Blewett decided to step down from Gulfstream Park, People from there were all staring at that job like, ooh, I want that job, I want that job. No, and you know, it's Ashley. Ashley went down to Gulfstream Park, and she's doing a great job down there. And, you know, but you got to work your way up a little bit. You don't just jump in day one and say, oh, I'm going to work at Gulfstream Park for one of the busiest tracks in the country. No, sometimes you, you, you go and you work the small circuits. You go and work the fairs or whatever you're doing, and you cut your teeth a little bit, and you you hope to move on. You know, even me doing a, a podcast like this, uh, I'm not an industry insider. I'm not even close to that. I, I'm a guy who enjoys horse racing, who who saw a niche opportunity to sit here and try to be a jerk and try to be funny a little bit and and just offer something different. You know, I, I'm never going to be in the inner circle of horse racing, and, and I know that. And As soon as you accept that and just realize you want to have fun with it and entertain a little bit, it's like, you know what? Let's have some fun, you know. We all got in this game because we thought the game was fun. We didn't get into it to say, I hope I can make, you know, $40,000 being a paddock analyst for two months out of the year. Give me a break. We did it because it's fun. It's a sport. It's a hobby, whatever you do. So treat it as such. If you can make it a career, if you've gone to school for it, if you're in an equine program somewhere, congratulations. You know, you are light years above a lot of people who want to be in the sport all i can say is make sure you uh you know be sociable be nice reach out to people and uh just remember the 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 ass you kick today could be the ass you kiss tomorrow so don't step in anybody on the way up because it's a long fall down once you get up to the top all right so there's my little tirade about people who want to be in the industry and have fun with that and obviously it's just something different so that will let me segue into our closing couple segments here we're about 20 minutes in which is pretty much the target i'm trying to go for 20 to 30 minutes each episode so that works out really well i wanted to talk about the daily gallop free contest uh if you're part of that contest i hope you're having a good time if you are not part of that contest, uh, you're probably a profitable player because 
Right now, out of 72 entries through four weeks, there's 14 positive results. Now, you may say that the guys playing in that, or the, the guys and girls, women, whatever you want to call them, the people playing in that contest are, are bad. It just speaks volumes on how hard it is to pick winners on every single race of every of a card. You can't play 12 races of a card and expect to walk away with a profit. And this just shows. I mean, there's a lot of people in that Daily Gallup thing that do this for a living or who uh, you know put pick tickets out or, or, or tout sheets or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, these people are, are smart, sharp individuals. It's just, it's a hard game. You, and if you, if you enter it thinking you're going to win every race, you're going to be sadly mistaken. But I figured it'd be worth a shout out to uh, uh, the, the Twitter handle Afleet Me. Currently, it has a plus $102 ROI, which is just crazy. $16 lead over Picks by Dynasty. Definitely, if you know a fleet by or a fleet me or Picks by Dynasty, they are uh, doing well so far through four weeks and will probably be hard to catch in the ROI department, but everything's something different. You know, I joke about people doing poorly in that contest. I'm currently 0 for 4. You know, through four weeks, I've been horrible. I think I'm like minus. $59 after four weeks. Two of those weeks, I, I've lost by a combined total, like less than $3 for the two weeks. So there's been some nail biters there. I think I think last week I got romped by like 50 bucks, but you know, it, it's going to happen. I'm having fun with it. And if you're having fun with it, that's all that really matters. So definitely give those guys a, a, follow, a follow or whatever you want to do. Even if you don't want to give them a follow, at least go check out the Daily Gallup and check out what they're doing with that tournament and follow along have some laughs and you know there's a lot like i said before there's a lot of crap talking there so definitely worth being around for a saturday and taking part so these people throwing jabs at one another for taking chalk or taking a 30 to 1 that runs third you believe people will knock on you in the tournament for taking a 31 that runs third so right before i started this i saw a post by ashley on uh, on twitter and she mentioned uh, the thoroughbred aftercare alliance canter for the cause Canter for the cause. Uh, you can follow that, find that on Ashley's Twitter page or hashtag Canter for the cause. But basically, down at Gulfstream Park, you are able to take your pony to the track, and for fifty dollars, you will be able to take pony around the track. All benefits are going to go to the Thoroughbred Aftercare Alliance, which is a great organization, and uh, it seems like they got a couple different tiers for people to take part in and whatnot. So definitely something to check out. Can like again, Canter for the cause, uh, Gulfstream Park. Uh, it looks like it's happening in March, and uh, they're only they're they're limiting entry. So if it's something you think you're interested in, be sure to act quickly for a, for a good cause. I may be a jerk, but I'm not an idiot. I know how to take care of the the sport and the aftercare alliance. A good one for now and for tomorrow for all of horse racing. That's gonna do it for this week's episode. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Try to keep the format a little bit cleaner, a little bit better, and more on topic like we had done before. I think that works out better for everybody involved. So with that being said, go ahead and give us a like on Twitter at Horse Racing Jerk. Check out HorseRacingJerk.com. And of course, if you have any jerk stories or any bad beats, hashtag Horse Jerk, and we'll be sure to share your comments, concerns, or ideas uh, next week on the on the podcast. So you can find us on all your streaming services, and we look forward to seeing you guys uh on Twitter and talking to you again next week. See you at the window. <laughs>